Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, what is good, and that is what the thing That's why I love you. There you have it. Tonight we are mightily helped. We are mightily helped in the name of Jesus. There's a free flow of the word. A free flow of the word. Oh, there's eloquence and there's utterance. There's a word in season. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some prayer, and just tell God, speak to me tonight. Speak to my heart tonight. Lord, speak to my heart tonight. Speak to my heart tonight. Encourage me with your word. Strengthen me with your word. Correct me with your word. Instruct me with your word. Instruct me with your word. Oh, send me your word tonight. Send me your word tonight. Oh, Lord, send me your word tonight. Send me your word tonight. Oh, send me your word tonight. Acts says, I commit you to God. And to the word? The word of his grace that is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. Let us go. Tonight we commit ourselves to the word. Tonight we commit ourselves to the word. Oh, to God and to the word of his grace. So we are built up and we experience our, our inheritance among the saints. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. The Holy Ghost tonight will depend on you as always. We depend on your anointing. We depend on your, your teaching ministry, your grace to teach, and your grace to receive knowledge. This evening, the eyes of our heart is what flooded with light. We know more and more the hope to which we have called, to which we are called. We know the riches of your glorious inheritance in us because we are your children. And we know more and more the power available to us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We can have our seats. Glory to Jesus. So, loyalty part three. Glory to Jesus. Please make sure you listen over and over again, okay? We learn by repeated exposure to God's word. All right, let's, let's, let's continue. So, we know that we've said that God sends men to men. Now, don't mind the gender, okay? Men to men is there. Is God sends men to men. God uses men for men. God's treasure is in men. All right? So, we must celebrate and protect the gift of God in people. Amen? We must what? Celebrate and protect the gift of God in people. God uses men. All right? And men come with our 
good and our weaknesses. All right? But God uses men for men. So we must be able to, to reasonably um, be merciful to people, to your leaders, to those you lead also. Be merciful. As a pastor, a teammate, the unit head, be merciful. Okay? That the gift of God is in men. On a Sunday morning, just come and sing. It's men that will sing. Amen? Glory to Jesus. Gabriel, and Gabriel won't come here and preach a message. It is men that will preach. All right? So God uses men for, for men. So celebrate the gift of God in men. Learn to um, give people mercy. Okay? In people's weaknesses, their lack of perfection, be merciful. There are no perfect, you know, perfect leaders. There are no perfect churches, okay? There are only, only people that, that are committed to God, okay, to get better and better in their work with God. All right? Glory to Jesus. Ephesians 3, 1 to 8. Ephesians 3, 1 to 8. Father, I thank you for eloquence tonight and for utterance. All right? Ephesians 3, 1 to 8. Okay. If you are there, say I'm there. Ephesians 3, 1 to 8. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jimmy. All right, one to go. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ, for, just for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, by verse 3, how that by revelation it made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed to the, by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. Verse 6, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. Verse 7, of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace given to me. I think working with power, all right? Verse 8, to me, who I'm less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Now, note, note, note verse 2. It says, If indeed you have heard of what the dispensation of God's grace given to me for you, that God gave me a dispensation, a stewardship of grace for you. Paul is saying that. I have a grace that I was given to dispense to you. The gift of God is in people. All right? That I have a gift of God, the grace of God given to me, dispensed to me because of you. Again, in verse 7, it says, of which I became a minister, according to the gift of God's grace given to me by the work of his power. The same thing, that this grace, grace was given to me, okay, to dispense outwards. Okay, I was given a grace, you know, for your sake. So, the gift of God for men is in men. The gift of God, okay, is dispensed through men. Glory to Jesus. Also, verse 18, verse 18 says, you know, to me, this for the saints, was this grace given. So, a minister is giving a grace for his audience. 
every minister, everyone called of God, is given, is dispensed a grace for those he or she is sent to. Glory to Jesus. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. This grace shows, you know, in the teaching and in the power ministry. All right? It shows in the teaching, okay? It's giving a message to teach, to preach, and it's backed with signs following. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. If you say I'm there. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. All right, let's go together. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some, some pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the defining of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. See, he gave people gifts. Okay? He gave gifts to men. Now, he did not say himself will edify his own body. Now people say, you know, I, I don't need anybody else. I'm a child of God over myself. I don't need the church. I don't, I don't know that. No. Christ did not say that he will build up, he will build up the church by himself. Christ gave people offices, functions, graces with which the church will be built up. So it means that nobody is allowed to be a believer all by himself without needing the church and God's graces in the church. That God did not say that he himself will build you up. He says the church, you know, has ministry offices that he has given for the equipping of the saints. So the gift of God is a man. The gift of God for men is men. Glory to Jesus. Second Corinthians 4 7. Second Corinthians 4 7. Second Corinthians 4 7. If you are there, say I'm there. It says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the what the, the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. So we have this treasure. We have this gift of God, these divine abilities in our earthen vessels, in flesh, you know, in fleshy vessels. The gift of God is in people. Glory to Jesus. And people come with, you know, our good and our baggages. All right? If you want, if, <laughs> there's no way about it, okay? There's no way, okay? The gift of God is people. You have to deal, you have to deal with people. You have to accept people, live with people, because the gift of God is in people. Now, the way God works is that in the body of Christ, it places different gifts that are now dispensed through ministers. That it, it, it seems as though if a generation goes without dispensing outwards and raising you know, successors, that what was once frequent in the body of Christ now because we are praying for revival for. That what was, what was common now because we are praying revival, revival. It's because the gift of God is in people. Now when people, when, when there's a breach and people don't pass down gifts and abilities, people have to now begin to labor in the spirit for what, what, what could have been easily dispensed. Alright? And the Quran says that they believe that, that all, of, all, of, all, of, all of those anointings down the earth are with people. All the anointings are with people. Okay? They are with people. The gift of God is in people. So, God puts gifts 
in people for those they are sent to. So your pastor is your ministry gift for a reason. There are things for your life that God has placed with your pastor. Okay? Glory to Jesus. The office comes with abilities, spiritual, emotional, to bear, you know, the role's functions. All right? Good? And it takes honor to receive and maximize God's grace dispensed through the minister. It takes honor to fully receive and maximize God's gifts in a minister. That when God puts people over you, you have to have enough common sense or spiritual, spiritual intelligence to know how to get the best from those he has put in your life. And it requires honor. 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 All right? Let's go to Mark 6, 1 to 6. 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 You know what Paul says? Paul said to him was the list of the apostles, list of all the saints. God gave the grace. You get my point? He, 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 did, not, he did not labor for it. He did not earn it. Okay? It's just God's, God's election and calling. And, you know, it is a... Um, the, the, the calling is both responsibility, a privilege, but it's also a burden. So, yes, there's a, good part, there's a good part of knowing that, okay, I carry God's grace for people. Okay? But it's, it's also, it's work. Now, if you see Paul's life, you know that there was a proper balance of, in fact, there was more wilder than privilege. <laughs> okay? Glory to Jesus. Okay? But, you know, sometimes it feels good to know that God, is, God has given me grace to dispense. It's a good place to be in. It's a privilege. It's why your child tells you, I'm caught to, to ministry. Celebrate him. Don't tell him, how foolish are you? You could be an engineer. Of all things to be this life, you chose pastor. I did not choose it. They called me. All right? So, yes, it has his, you know, his, 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 um, his workers that's right. But it's also a blessing. You should be happy to be called to ministry. You should be happy. It's not what you should be hiding to do. I'm a full-time full minister. I'm like, how oh, a full-time minister? Okay? I'm full-time in God's service. I don't, see, I don't see any better, 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 better of my life than to be full-time in God's service. How have we come to a generation that, that makes full-time look like, look like it's a bad thing? I'm full-time in God's work. You celebrate it. Wow, God has blessed you. That's where it should be. People say, I don't marry a pastor. I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know, what, I don't know what happened to you. Okay? Don't marry God's gift to people. Who do you want to marry then? Because we have, we, have, we, have, we have canalized this job. We have trivialized it. Amen. To have the privilege to work with a blessed man that God has blessed for people's sake, a dispenser of God's gift, I think it's a privilege that we should celebrate. So a, 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 a man of God deserves that honor that God chose him. God chose him. All right? So let's not see this job as though, as though it's a... It's a um, I'll look for the right word. Like though it's a stupid job. Like as though it's a, it's a base job. Are you kidding me? 
God put his grace, his grace on me for people's sake. Nah. Why Paul will tell you every, every of his book, verse 1, verse 2, I, Paul, an apostle by the will of God. Why? It's worth celebrating. It is worth celebrating. Glory to Jesus. But it requires honor from those he or she is sent to to make the best of the gift. All right? Mark 6, 1 to 6. Let's go together. One to go. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom kaya is this which is given to him? That such mighty works are performed by his hands. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and, and, and brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not the sisters here with us? So they offended at him. Look at that. Verse 4. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Verse 5. Now he could do no mighty work there, except lay hands on, on a few sick people and heal them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went about villages in a circuit teaching. See, the Bible says not he didn't want to, it's he could not. Not he would not. He could not. That Jesus, with his perfection of grace, with, with his fullness of God in bodily form, he could not do mighty works there. He could not. He wanted to, but he could not. Why? Dishonor. We know this guy. Let's see what the key is. We know him daily, daily. Who is he? So the dishonor, the, the, kind of, the kind of unbelief. So even though he had all the grace, he could not dispense it out. Because it takes honor to receive. Is why we as church members must learn to guard the honor in our hearts. Guard the honor. It's also why the MOG must know how to cultivate honor in the system. God must teach honor. So it's not because we are trying to be, to be controlling or trying to be egotistical and all that. It's because it takes honor to get this job done. And if you don't teach honor, and people dishonor you, God will not see the way God works. When I pray, when I pray, when I talk about something that like God so and so and so teaches you, no God tells me, guys, your church, fix it. Like, fix your church. So God, God will not. You know, God blames the, 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 the leader for not being able to execute honor in his own church. Like, you are the pastor. Fix it. If need be, tell the person to leave the church. If need be, don't come back to church again. Don't go elsewhere. It's, it's your church. And that's where God operates. So it's why we teach honor and demand honor. Because if you don't fulfill your ministry because people dishonor you, God will not blame them. God, it comes back to your head. It's your ministry to fulfill. Do you understand? So it's why people in the church must give honor so they can get gospel from the minister. Each must also learn to cultivate honor in his system. Deliberately teach honor. Talk about because it takes honor to fulfill. Even Christ could not do. You know how deep that is? It is deep. Jesus could not do. Jesus was fully man, fully God. Complete. Okay, he could not do much because of dishonor and non-belief. All right? You see, some, you see some, some meetings where there's so much honor and reverence. Everything just flows easily. But 
When you stand on the, on the, to put to minister, and people are grumbling there, people are talking there, they are playing there, just cut off. So you can pray 24 hours before you came out. But if you get there, there's no honor. Nothing will happen there. Some ministers go as fast. But he will tell that, that the, front, the front rows, they catch you, they're doing anyhow. Usher, take that guy to the back. Because the power flows, the action of honor. Honor. When someone comes and this person is doing like he's dozing, Usher, that person. I'm just saying. All right? Because it takes honor to get the best of ministry. Do you understand? All right. Matthew 10, 40 to 42. Matthew 10, 40 to 42. So you must know how to appropriately honor people that God has put over your life. It's important. All right? Honor me as your pastor. Honor honor your unit heads. Honor your team heads because they were sent there to do a job. Honor them. If you dishonor them and you honor me, you're also dishonoring him because, you know, they, they can't do their jobs right because of you. You know, it falls back on them and between us, okay? So if you dishonor them, you also directly dishonor me. That's the same. Christ said, if you, if, you, if you believe me, believe the one that sent me. So also, okay, if you honor those I sent to you, and this also, you also honor, you honor me, all right? Not, not, not so, so I can walk like I say, ha, I'm honored in church. It's not, not my shoulders to be high. I'm honored, the most honored, deputy most high. It's not why. Because you have a job to do. I have a job to do. Glory to Jesus. Are we there? Matthew 10, 40 to 42. So let's say I'm there. I want to go. Evil receives you, receives me. Look at this. And who receives me, receives him who sent. Do you see that again? You see that? That evil receives you, who I sent. Okay? Receives me. Okay? And who receives me, receives the one that sent me. So when you see those I send ahead of you, that, that I send to get the job done, you are deceiving me. If you honor them, you also honor him. So it's important to keep that part you know, very, very clear. All right? 41. He receives a prophet, in the name of a prophet, shall receive a prophet's reward. He receives a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man's reward. 42. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of water, in the name of a disciple, I shall say to you, shall by no means lose his reward. So he gives three rewards there. He says, a prophet... A righteous man, a little saint. All right? A prophet, a righteous man, a little saint. And, and it describes three different rewards. That you must not receive your fellow saints in honor. Even, even, even the, the, the new convert new babies, new believers, to receive them in honor, to honor them as fellow members of, of God's house. So even when little saints eh, they are still members of God's house. Saints, little, little ones can have mistakes. They can be annoying and funny, but they are still God's children and they deserve the honor, you know, and the, you know, the honor of being a child of God. For the mature also, the honor of, you know, a mature child of God gives them the honor also. And a prophet also. Okay, so it says, if you receive the person in the name of a prophet, meaning that I can receive you as my friend or as my pastor. That's two different things. So I must know how to receive, for example, imagine that I, I have a... a there's another brother that's a pastor, you know, maybe a senior pastor, he's more senior minister, and he's my brother, but he's also a pastor. So I must know how to shift between and my brother to, you're also a man of God, you get. I must know how to shift to receiving that person in the name of a prophet. So, the pastor might be your Omi. You grew up together, you know, and all that. It might be your Omi, it might be your G, right? It might even be your husband. 
Okay? But common sense says you must know how to shift between husband, pally, you know, bestie, friend, to you are my pastor. Now to make those shifts, okay? So you don't get over familiar and lose out of the rewards. Amen. Christ was, his disciples were so close. Okay? So at some point, they call them friends. But they must have enough sense to know that, okay, there's friendship, but there's also, you know, you are my ministry gift to make that demarcation. All right? Do we get? Do you understand that? So you must know how to make that demarcation. Because usually, people become dishonored, you know, where they are, where they, where they are familiar. You know, it's very easy to, you know, uh, we see me, pastor, we see me every day now. Every day, pastor, every day. It's our guy. Okay? Yes, it's, it's good that we have that kind of friendship, okay? We must all learn how to maintain the honor of that relationship. All right? Amen? Let's what to maintain the honor of... The, that we can play all day, it's fine. Okay, but we must know how to shift that. Okay, and my pastor, shift it, okay? You know, I, I know someone who was very good at this, okay? Where, where, where I served before, you know? It used to be... It's, it's older than my pastor, like three years. Older than like three or so. And I'm not sure about the number of years, but it's older than the pastor. And, you know, the guy has been pastoring for, for, for a number of years. I, I, I know them together since 2007-ish. And up until when I left there, 2018, he was still, you know, a spiritual authority figure. And the guy was older than he was. And we were good friends. But the honor there, I don't, I don't understand it. They were very, as they were bodies. Play together, watch about together, play games together. But he still understood how to make that honor is my pastor. And he gave him absolute honor, even with the friendship. That's maturity. All right? That must know how to maintain that part. That we might talk, we might play games together, you know, have fun together and all that, but we must know how to maintain the dignity of, you know, the honor of the office. Otherwise, people lose out on the rewards of the office. Someone can be in a church all year, 10 years, and gain nothing. And someone comes in today, and life makes progress because the honor is there. Don't has become familiar with the pastor. Okay? Must preserve the honor of the, of the office. Okay? Good. So let's continue in where we stopped last week. What causes, what causes loyalty? What causes disloyalty? What causes disloyalty? Let's continue from there. So familiarity is a major cause of disloyalty, of dishonor. Familiarity. See, finish. All right? Familiarity. Yes. The closer you walk with, 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 with a man of God, the more you see his weakness. Amen. The more you talk to him every day, the more you walk together, okay, the more you have to deal with him every time, the more you see his imperfection. You know, in any church, when you first come there and you're at the back, you may not see, any, you may not see the problem. But as you go closer and you get to the back end, ah, you know, front end is really, really I would do front end design. It's posh, but the back end, you know, many beans together, sha, it shall work, sha. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So when, when you get to the back end, it's not usually as smooth as the front end most times. Usually. Yeah, it's not usually as smooth as the, as the, as the front end. Back end is just rishi, rishi. In fact, you don't even bother to do all this neatness. Just do it, shall, shall work, okay? But the front end is kept tidy. So when you get close to any man of God or to a ministry, and you get deep into the system, it means that, ah, he has issues, though. It's the way of man, it's the way of man, that God's gift is in men. So you'll see, the more you, close to that, the more you see those um, weaknesses, and you have to learn how to deal with them. Okay, so familiarity brings see finish. So you must know how to, you have, you have to be wise. Okay? To be wise, not to manage it. Glory to Jesus. 
the higher you rise in any organization, the more you see your weaknesses. Also, why leaders that have sense, why they promote you, they have to be careful too, because they know that the sooner you get to them, the more you can cover them. All right, so before they bring you close, I pray, oh, Lord, Lord Jesus, that's where it is. So people, people guard their inner circle. Because when you get there, you see, you see me finish. Do you understand? Because the way, the way I share everywhere is different. The way I share to the, to the crowd is different. The way I play in my inner place. If I play there outside, people might say, you're a pastor. Okay, so, because everybody has to know how to guard his own space. Do you understand? So when, when you're now in that kind of space, that you can get closer to him, you know, get closer to him, you see him often, you talk often and all that, you must know how to manage the weaknesses. Man, become, ah, it's like me, self. Where's the anointing? It's like me, self, now. We have the same challenge. The gift of God is in people. Sometimes when a leader is, is being real with you, I'm being vulnerable with you, telling you, ah, I have some problem that, that made me cry. You're like, eh, you used to cry. Ah, I said, now. Yeah, I kind of crying. We're both mates. All right, so, <laughs> yeah. And you know this thing there, that to be a good leader, I have to learn to not be vulnerable too. They, they don't want to form every time. But there's an annoying part. People like Superman. People like, people honor Superman. They don't have problem. They, they, they never shed a tear. They never even shed sweat. They are perfect. They don't even poop anymore. You know, someone, someone asked me 20, 2017 or 2018, like, Pastor, you watch football. I'm like, yes, like, she was disappointed. <laughs> no, no, she was disappointed that you watch football. And she was shocked. I'm like, ah, ah. Seriously. So in their head, I'm always praying. You know, you know. <laughs> 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 and uh, as a pastor now, I always pray, you know. So when people get close and they see this thing, they begin to get a sense of, familiarity. You have to be wise. That man of God is a man. Man of God. He's man. Man of God is man. So when I just with you play and I play very well, man of God is man. I'm a fine girl, just pass. Almost a fine girl. Ah, pastor. Ain't no refined girl. No, Miri. <laughs> I did not see her. <laughs> All right? So, this is what happens to us, okay? So, because of this, people don't share too much because people cannot take what they share. Why people have, people have some thoughts about us because we cannot share because if we share, and if you're war. When people say emojis marriages, they think marriages, you know, they can't argue in their house. Maybe it's pastor, they don't argue. They never have an argument. If it's pastor, perfect husband. Hack, hack. <laughs> because people don't have to, they, they cannot share. Because if they share, you think that they are weak people. But they are just men like you, just so same kinds of struggles that they have to deal with. One thing I like, I like Reverend Sam for, the way, the way he taught us, you know, growing up, is that he was real with us. He would tell, the man tell you, see, my wife, we are like, we are good, but we have our moments. So you know that when you might have your moments, you're not thinking, ah, have she married? Do you get? Because when you think, when you see those models that look at, like they are perfect, no, they never make a mistake. When, when, when I make a small mistake, I'm thinking of am, am I am, am I that bad? Because you don't know that people make mistakes. Do you understand? So, but when you when, when they show people share these things with you, don't now commonize the anointing. The gift of God is in people. Now your spiritual gifts that you have are you perfect? But God gave you those gifts. You see, you hear, you know. What did you do to get it? 
your good behavior. So it's the same thing for everybody else. So you must learn how to give, you know, give people mercy. Let, let, let them be able to be real around you without being scared of dishonor. Glory to Jesus. It takes a lot of common sense, spiritual common sense to know how to make that happen. All right? Someone gives you access to work closer, closely with him. That means, that means you now see a lot more of his, of his weaknesses. Because he allowed you in. Don't now abuse the access. He allowed you in. That's because he allowed you in. Don't now abuse that privilege of seeing him closely. Be honorable. Be honorable. Let their weaknesses, you know, inspire you to worship God like God. So you can use someone like this. I have hope. Do you understand? To make you like, oh my God, you can use that kind of person. Ah, I have hope. Glory to Jesus. When you read Paul's letters, you think Paul's perfect. Paul has issues. I'm sorry. Paul stood to Peter face to face. It's confronting. Why? When necessary, man. He could have told the guy in, in private. Paul took him on in public. That's Paul. Energy. But God used him mightily. Do you understand? People now copy that to say because Paul attacked Peter face to face. No, no, no. It was not right to do it. It was not right to do it. You have to. At least when you come out in public, first come out in private and tell me first in private. Do you get? If I don't hear you, you can answer the public. But don't, don't just take me up in public. Don't, don't copy Paul in that too. Don't. Don't. Because he did not teach it. He did it, but he did not teach it. Do you understand? All right? Let's look at Noah and his children. Genesis 9, 20, 20, 27. Genesis 9, 20, 27. Genesis 9, 20, 27. All right. Genesis 9, 20, 27. Please. Genesis 9, from 20, 27. If I dare say I'm there. Want to go? And Noah began to be a farmer. And he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine and was drunk and became uncovered in his tent. Please look at this. Noah began to be a farmer. So it looks like it was a, it was a rookie mistake. He did not know how strong the, <laughs> I'm just assuming, he did not know how strong the wine was. So he drank his wine, he got high. Alright? Okay. So he drank the, the wine and was drunk and became uncovered in his tent. 22. And Am, the father of Canaan, saw the case of his father and told his two brothers outside. Look at that. So social media. Just pick up his, his phone, Twitter straight. Pastor Wikipay. I saw Pastor doing. Okay. 23. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Look at that. The faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine, and knew what his younger son had done to him. 25. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan. Servant of servants shall he be to his brethren. Wow. 26. And he said, Bless the Lord, the God of shame, and may Canaan be his servant. Okay. 27. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of shame, and may Canaan be his servant. Emphasis three times. Go together. <laughs> what happened then? 
he saw his father in a moment of, in a moment of weakness and just went everywhere and told everybody, come and see your is naked. All right? So when you see your leader's flaws, it's not for you to publicize it. It's not for you to go and I'm, t- I'm telling everybody. Pastor jumps too much. Just likes to jump. Okay? Just. You must learn to know when to shut up. Only say what builds up, what edifies. Let your words season with grace that it edifies the hearers. Talk for effect. Don't just to, to, to learn to, as in, don't just be a dirty talker. In a moment of weakness, this guy saw his father's naked and just with that collected course by sharing about. Glory to Jesus. Some people are so us their emo that they curse them. It's not like to curse you, but they so odd the person. It happens in church. It happens. Not here, because we are wise people. But that only happens in places though. People do some very, very offensive stuff and the man of God just respond from his stomach, he curses them in anger. You know when when they told Christ that he should call down thunder to scatter kind of everywhere? It not it not say to happen. It not say to happen. You see that? It not say to happen. That's not what he said. He said it's not right, but not that it's not happen. All right. So this thing that people do, and you know, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm also a child of God. But I'll be careful with this thing. In spiritual there's authority ranks. The people that that Elisha sent Boaz to go and eat. They also Israelites. They had the blessing of God on their life. Like, he didn't send any BS child. He caused them, and BS came out, okay? Same, but you get my point. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, these people say these days, we all are not, we are all, we all, we all, we all constraints, we all anointed. Better be careful with this thing. It's not so, when you read the Bible, it's not, that's why he puts it to. All right? That we still have to give people reverence, give them honor. And when you see your leader's weaknesses, that you, should, you serve him there with your own strengths. When you see where he's weak, you serve him there. Serve there. You know, with your own, you are strong there. Be brave to God. Serve him there. It's Christ's weaknesses, Christ's nakedness. Glory to Jesus. You know how this is that if you actually check yourself and you see, you see the log in your own eyes, you will calm down before you talk about another person's own. If you are being real, if you are, if you are all being to ourselves, when you check yourself, you know you have your own. It should make you humble. When I see post issues, I remember that, number one, I've been somewhere before. Number two, even now, I have things I'm learning to do. So it makes me merciful. People are doing bad things that are worse. Now, yeah, the pastor did. They now go all guns blazing. But your own that God sees you is worse. It is, it is demonic to do something worse and be talking about that person's own. It means that you are inside your dead, dead conscience. No, for you to, to point fingers when you are doing it to your own. Something's wrong with you. You get. Do you understand? It's a level of pride. Glory to Jesus. You know this thing I will see, see on social media. Just say, Pastor made a mistake. Bye. They won't check if it's true or not. You brought out your gun. It's demonic. Very. Very demonic. If people's fall, you know, you know, um, excites you, 
a wicked person, he's a demonic spirit. That pastor, I talk him. I said it. I said it. The first day I saw him, I knew it. He's a wicked person. And you should pray for your deliverance. All right? So when you see, you know, a leader's mistake or weaknesses, be patient, calm down. Let's look at Moses and his family members, Aaron and Miriam. Numbers 12, one, Numbers 12, 1 to 16. 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 Should I dare say I'm there? All right, Numbers 12, 1 to 16. One to go. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. So they said, as the Lord in this spoken only through Moses, has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. You see this, see this issue? Now it looks like our modern, day, our modern day issues. Is he the only emoji? Are we not also emojis? Is he really anointed child of God? Are we not also God's children also anointed? And the Lord heard it. All right? Verse 3. Now the man Moses was very humble, more than all the men who were on the face of the earth. When you see a humble man, please fear. When you see a child of God, he might make mistakes, so, but you see that he has that for God, he's broken for God. Just keep your mouth shut, because God will fight for him. Those people that are easily repentant, easily broken, shh. God puts it there in Scripture for us so that we can know. And Moses was, was very, so humble that God, the Bible says that, you know, this guy is most humble. Verse 4. <laughs> Suddenly the Lord said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, come out, you three, to the tabernacle of meeting. So the three came out. Verse 5. Then the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both went forward. Then he said, hear now my words. There's a prophet among you. I did not make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. <laughs> not so with my servant Moses. I speak with him. Sorry. In all my house. Look at that. He's faithful in all my house. He might have his mistakes, right? But this guy, he's faithful in all my house. He might have goofed. It's your woman, right? He's faithful in all my house. He's faithful. Let's go on. I speak with him face to face. Even plainly and not in dark sin. Hiya. And he has seen, and he sees from the Lord. Why then were you not afraid? Speak against my servant Moses. He says, Why then were you not afraid? That yes, so we are, we are also prophesied. I speak to you also, but it's not your mate. It's not your mate. People are so. Hey, just talk, talk against Bishop. Bishop, are you okay? He's not your mate. Yeah, emoji, emoji. He's not your mate still. Because you're also a Jew. He's not your mate. Eh? That is you. He's not your mate, though. He's not your mate. And yes, they will make mistakes. But he's not your mate. See, a lot of young pastors that are so, so keen to correct. They are correcting that it's you. Because I can mind your work. That for me was doctrine. 
That just says this. You want to create your status? God sent you that one, no? They sent you that. Suppose they won't put it, they'll use honor to do it. We love him, but don't shut up your mouth, they don't ask you. Don't you respect? Men of God might have their issues. Men of God have their poor doctrines. It's not your business. It's not your business because you have your own too. You will have. In this job, you will have. In this job, you will have. There's nothing that God will tell you to do that nobody will understand. Your own is coming. Relax. Just wait for it. You know, you know, it will surely come. And you also goof too. Part of the job. All right? So it's honor. When I, when I make mistakes, it's not your business. Face your front. You know it's right, Abby. See, when I, when I, when I see things I don't agree with, I, 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 I wow at God. I, that's I just wow. I wow at, at, at how God deals with men. Do you get it? For me, it's God. You are wonderful, sir. But to just go everywhere running commentary, running commentary on another person's church, mind your business. Face your own work. Or go and sleep. All right, let's go. Verse 9. So the anger of the Lord was aroused against them, and it departed. When they climbed the departed, are we together? Verse 10. When they climbed the departed from the above the Tanabaku, suddenly Miriam became leprous, as white as snow. Then Aaron turned toward Miriam, and there she was, a leper. So Aaron said to Moses, Oh my Lord, please not let, do not let this sin on us, in which we have done foolishly, in which we have sinned. Look at this. As one dead, whose flesh is half consumed when he comes out of, her, of his mother's womb. 13. Moses cried out to the Lord, saying, Please heal her, O God, I pray. And the Lord said to Moses, If our father had put spit in her face, we should not be ashamed, not be ashamed seven days. Let her be shut out of the camp seven days, after which she may be received again. Verse 15. So Miriam was shut out of the camp seven days, and people did not join it till Miriam was brought in again. Do you see that? Even Moses was like, God, please now. God defends his anointing. All right? God defends his anointing because there's a job to do. There's a job to do. People say we're in new covenants. Hmm. Don't child, don't do testing tests of your life. Do you get it? Don't, test, don't do testing tests in your own life and destiny. Don't say they could not catch you. Don't do testing tests in your life. Do you get my point here? Be honorable. See, Aaron, Aaron and Miriam were also prophets. Were also Israelites. They had the blessing on their life also. Do you understand? So let's not think we are just doing anything because we are looking and get away with it. Be honorable. All right? Be honorable. So see that, that Moses did not break any written law. There was no law saying at that particular point, don't marry Ethiopian. Well, I guess they had a tradition amongst themselves. They had a culture on written law, but it was a law amongst them that you don't marry foreigners. Okay? So in the sense of culture and appropriateness, he had seen, even though there was no law that says don't do this. It's common now our day, right? There are things we feel are not right. There's no law that says don't do it. So for example, now, do you say what happened that, that about some, something about um, offshore tax, uh, offshore, you know, tax haven accounts? There's no law that says, there's no law against it. There's no law against it. Why are people angry? Now, will you be, if, if it's your father, will you be angry? So if it's your father, Will you be angry? He has, he has, you know, money outside of the country. Is your father? Will you be angry with him? 
Number one, it might, it might even be a lie. Let's 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 say it's true. Is there anything wrong with having money in having money somewhere else? So people are talking. This man have got. Is your father will he pay you? You know. Yes, we have money in dollars. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Okay. So even in all that, you know, the issue here is that Miriam, Miriam and, and Aaron, they were haughty in their approach to Moses' issue. They, you know, pride. So when people make look around you, don't respond in pride. The way you talk, I will know that is pride and self-righteousness that's come out of your mouth. Let's not as someone even did a major sin, like the major, major sins, Okay. The way you approach that thing, let it not be from a place of pride and, um, and um, you know, not, not from a wrong spirit. When someone actually sins around you, the way you talk will know if it's God talking through you or you and devil talking together. It must go down. It must go down. Can you call, can you call? We can see your hide as devils are talking through you. Amen. So yes, a leader should work circumspectly. Okay? A leader should be, you know, work right. Deliberately work right. Deliberately make sure that he has around himself, you know, um, people, structures, and systems to keep him in check. That doesn't move mad. Okay? Yes, he must do that. That's very important for every leader because those can get in the way of the anointing. They can, they can you know, they can um, not, they make people not receive him and they can also hurt people. But you know that, right? We owe those over us or no. Remember that, you know, everybody has a master, God. Alright? That is before God that everyone stands or falls. And when people should, when people should genuinely repent, even when they make mistakes, okay, um, we should wait, wait, wait to, to God to forgive. Someone made a mistake, he goofed. Well, he's repentant. What should we do? Move on. Abby, what should we do? Stone him. People are looking at as, as some emojis and are saying, how is he a pastor? Did you call him? <laughs> no, did you call him? It's like his church, go elsewhere. But did you call him? People, they are not complaining. What's your own? You did not call him. You never know when it happened. You don't know if it happened or not. You are not there. You, also, you heard them say, on, you heard it on Twitter. You are not there. You don't know. Leave them alone. It is, a, it is pride to be looking at this. Are you a child of God still? Are you, are you still God's child? We thought you did last year. Are you still God's child? Galatians, Galatians 6, 1 to 5. Galatians 6, 1 to 5. Some of us, you know, we, we've almost even done something. We've not done enough, but we almost did them. You almost did it. God just held you back in last minute from doing those things. And I'm feeling proud that someone else did it. You almost did now. And you know you almost did those. You almost did it. Do you understand? So this is to keep you humble. Ah, Father, I thank you. Wait with me, there. Okay? Not that. See, he did it. He did it. Oh, God, you almost did it now. Let God cast you. God, God can't cast you. Pride can open the door to affliction. Anything like this, your own sin is coming. Galatians 6, 25. Let's go. 
Brethren, if a, if a man is overtaking any trespass, look at this. You who are spiritual, restore such a one the spirit of gentleness. Please pause. If you are spiritual, what do you do? Restore the spirit of gentleness. So that's your aggression. If you are not spiritual, you are carnal also. That's, yeah, he did, he did. If you are not gentle about it, you are also carnal. Same. Do you understand? Let's, let's continue. Considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. You see that? Now, if you don't take care, even you going after that same tribe, you can fall into it. See, when someone makes a mistake and you think it's because it's bad, be careful. It means he didn't learn from his mistake. Good people fall, not because they are bad. You can have mental weakness. You didn't learn from it. When you say, when you think it's because you are good and they are bad, you've not learned your lesson. Guess what? Before they thought they were good, others were bad. So you must learn how to learn from their mistakes so you don't make the same mistake also. Learn, learn how to put around yourself security systems that guard you from error. Okay? Verse 2. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Verse 3. If anyone thinks himself to be something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. Verse 4. But let each one examine his own work and then you have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For everyone shall bear his own load. All right? So let's eat that stands. Take it, lest it falls. When, when people have issues, correct them. You know, not, not even, sometimes, not, just, just, just mind your own work, not your business. Okay? Let's say another church, so that's so, 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 a problem. Can you call, can you call? Pass on this one, so on, so on, so on, so on, so on. Really, it's not your business. It's just tricky. All right. So, don't, it's not your business. Don't run commentary. Pastor took their money. Can you call, can you call, can you call? It's not your business. Papa slept so and so and it's not your business. Does this sleep with you? No, it's not your business. Is it in your church? No, it's not your business. It really is not your business. Seriously, it's not your business. Number one, you're not government. Number two, you're not in the church. You're not in the board. Mind your business. And in all things, be gentle in your approach. Glory to Jesus. So, even if you need to talk because maybe you're in a church and you are, you're a stakeholder and all that, be gentle in your approach. Your job is to reconcile, to restore, to heal, to fix, not to condemn and break down. So when, when an, an emoji, you know, gets to leave work, leave church because he made a mistake, what, 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 what happens to the grace on his life for the people? Should that grace just waste because he made a mistake? Answer it. To the grace wastes because he made a mistake. I would rather the person, you know, get, get you know, help to get restored, deal with the weaknesses, and come back and continue his job. That should make you happy. That, wow, that's not happened, but he's back. Thank God that, that did not ruin him. Not, ha, he's back preaching. Uh-uh. Be nice. You know, we are like that a lot. How come he's back preaching? He should not be amongst us. No, it's so bad that 
you know, that emoji made a mistake, you know, so you that you are, you are, you know, you are his friend, you call him to preach in your church, and people are hungry that call him to preach in your church. And those that are angry, they're, they're, they're never in your church. Should he just die with his grace because he made an error that he has repented from? Hey, he did it 10 years ago. 10 years ago, sir, please now. 10 years ago. Forgive. Do you get? How do you label someone with an error of 10 years ago? When you make mistakes, you, 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 mistake, you tell yourself, there's grace for me. I'm a new man in Christ. Those things passed away. <laughs> Let's, 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 let's balance it up, okay? Now, the emojis in this country right now that have made mistakes in their past, but they are doing well right now, we should be happy for them. That thank God that did not ruin him. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Me, you, I won't make that mistake, sir. So, it's, it's, it's not to help me. If it happens, it will not happen. No, it will not happen. Don't worry. We can be calm. Okay? But just to help us not to process these things around us. Glory to Jesus. Let me see if I can take one more stuff. Why men are disloyal? Last one, weakness in spirits. Prayerless men are weak allies. They will slay you last, last. Prayerless men, those one I must have having a very great time. Prayerless men are weak allies. Glory to Jesus. Luke 22, Luke 22, verse 31, 34. Luke 22, 31, 34. Luke 22, 31 to 34. If I dare say I'm there. Let's hurry it up. Luke 22, 31 to 34. Are we there? Want to go. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Verse 33, look at this. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. 34. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the Lord shall not cry this day before you deny me three times. That you know me okay, again. All right? That is nine. Verse 39. Verse 39. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives and his disciples also followed him. 40. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Look at this. Pray that you may not enter into temptation. 41. And as he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, it is your will. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. For three, and an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. Forty-five. And came to the disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Two times. Verse 54. Verse 54. Are we there? Having arrested him, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. Look at this already. Peter said, I will follow you inside Ul. 
already Peter first Jaguar first, now followed at a distance. And the Christ warned him, that guy, this your mouth is sweet. But anyway, okay? Watch and pray. Don't just make brags. I won't. I can't. I'm uh, watch and pray. Pastor, watch and pray. The spirit can be willing, okay? And the flesh weak. And it's when you pray that the power of the spirit overpowers your flesh to get the stuff done. So you can have good intentions and still slight people seriously. Okay? Verse 55. Now, when they had kindled a fire, midst of the courtyard and sat down there together, Peter sat among them. 56. And a certain servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at, at him and said, This man was also with him. 57. But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. Sharp, sharp. 48. After a little while, another saw him and said, You are also one of, one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. As he's not vehemently, I'm not. I'm, I'm not one of them. Okay? 59. After an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow was also you know, with him, for he is a Galilean. 60. But Peter said, Man, I did not know what you are saying. Look at this. Immediately while he was still speaking, the rooster crowd, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Just, 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 just this moment. Like, <laughs> I talk up. <laughs> hey, let's go. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how we had said to him, "For the rooster crowd, did not mean three times." So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Now he wept. He didn't take it what happened to him. He had the good heart, good intentions. But a man that will not pray is a weaker lie. You can't trust him. He loves me, loves me, loves me. He doesn't, doesn't take prayer seriously. He loves me, he loves me. He will slay you. He's not equal. He loves me, loves me, loves me. Things of God to him are trivial, it's casual. This life, I, I, can't, I can't stress myself with all these things. Alright? So, if you walk in honor, you must know how to stay also in the place of prayer. Because in this ministry work, okay, and these people, offenses will come. They must come. Because we are different. Alright? Offenses will come. So, it, it takes, you know, that state of being yielded to God that comes from, that comes from, you know, being able to stay in prayer. To guard you when offenses, that you're not to yield to God even when offenses come around you. So, with all your bragging, all your pastor, I love you, add prayer to it. Even your relationship with people, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, be prayerful. Watch and pray. So, if you're not praying, you're not watching. Watch and pray so you don't fall into temptation. Hallelujah. So, one more time. Prayerless men are weak allies. Many times, character failures in one part will show up in other parts of people's lives. Don't you see someone that you can clearly see this flaw in this area? You don't say, doesn't concern me now. Maybe just a bad, just a bad person to his boss at work. Doesn't concern me. 
he steals his boss's money. Like, I love him still. It doesn't concern me. He will soon steal from you too. That character flow will show in other areas. Pastor says, today, today, they send to and he says, ah, Pastor, I'm at work, but he's not at work, he's at home. But it's you. He's, well, it doesn't lie to me. It tells me the truth. Wait for it. It's coming. Prayerless men are weaker lies. Character flaws in one area will show up in other areas. Let, 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 let me end it, with, end it with this. So, there was this, I was listening to a radio program, I used to work. And this lady was talking about how she was 19, and she met this guy that was 13 years older than she was, guy was 31 and all that. You know, the guy calls her princess, we buy her stuff, you know. The guy was much older, we buy her stuff, take care of her and all that. You know, she felt, she felt good. You know, but the guy had an anger problem. Guess what? With everybody that's not her. So she felt, so when she gets, when she gets to the guy, when she gets to the guy, the guy mine, because she says, I call him mine. So when I say, mine, stop it, that it will just stop. So I, f- I felt like I'll be the one to change, that's what she said, that I'll be the one to change him. After they're married, and after, after some days, he gave her the first lap. What happened? She drank tea and left the, left the cup on the table. That's what ended her first lap. Flaws in one area will show up in other areas. Can we rise this evening? Bible says in Jude 20 that you beloved, build up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the spirit. For then it says, for then it said, verse says they are, that they are grumblers, complainers, you know, describe all sorts of rotten people. But it says you build up yourself in your most holy that, you, that the way you not work, you not work like them is by being built up. I'm gonna pray. I'm strong in spirit. I'm strong, I'm strong. Like the Akashtab, I will pray this evening. Mele ko super di 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 Akashate. Le pre le ko sute le di di Akashataba de geneke sesia. E prado go sute ira prada gasesia. I'm strong in spirit, so I watch and I pray. I watch and I'm prayerful, so I'm strong in spirit. Kadi ganasu tele gediosa. I watch and I pray, so I'm strong in spirit. I'm strong in spirit. I'm strong in spirit. I'm strong in spirit. Malita gaste genosus. Make your cash to pray like idiosa. Meto go siteli di bidi akashati. Oh, I'm strong in spirit. I, I leave you there to God. I leave you there to God. You there to God, so I can be I can be loyal, you know, to my spouse, to my bosses, to my spiritual leaders. I walk in honor. I walk in honor. I walk in honor. I walk in honor. I can keep to my words. If I say I will do, yes, I will do it. Okay, I keep to my word. I'm strong in spirit. I'm strong in spirit. When tempted, I stand strong. When offenses come, I stand strong. I don't go out to revenge. I don't bring people down. I build up. I don't bring people down. I build them up. I'm a builder, not a breaker, not a, not a destroyer. I'm honorable. I'm loyal. I serve from my heart. I am wise and I'm discerning. I won't have his access. I will walk in honor. I walk in honor. 
I walk in honor. I walk in honor. I walk in honor. I walk in honor. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. No, I like to affirm this, okay? I like, I like, I like to remind us this over and over again because it's important. Now, we have many of us in dating age. We are dating, we are courting. And there's a way we can think that, you know, that this, this is my sexual attraction, you know, uh, is love. It's not love, it's just sexual attraction. How am I going this way? If you let this weakness overpower you and your spouse, it will show in other areas. And that man or woman can do what will, sh- what will shock you. Because I was doing it with you, you felt like, you know, because I'm so fine, because he loves me so much. No, it's just weakness. Not because you're anything. It's just because he's weak in the area. So don't, don't, feel, don't feel flattered. Don't let it flatter you because my shape is clinical. It's not your shape, okay? It's just the person's weakness. So end it fast because it will happen elsewhere with another woman that is not you. So in this dating period that many of us are, I beg in the name of Jesus, chastity, holiness. Holiness. Flaws in one area will show up in other areas. How am I saying this? Father, we thank you. Because we are wise. We are discerning. Okay? We live pure. We are honorable. We are loyal. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, then we have prayed. Amen. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.